Welcome to BuildCast, a podcast brought to you by BCG Digital Ventures. Hello, my name is Vuk Trivkovic. I'm Product Management Director at BCG Digital Ventures in Berlin. For this episode of BuildCast, I'm joined by Dr. Christian Knorlek. Christian is an expert in business building, corporate strategy, marketing and sales, and has a lot of experience in automotive space. He is also an active podcaster and hosts the Next Vision Postcard platform of thought leadership. Christian, how did you actually come to AutoBranch first and foremost, and then into innovation and company building as well? I will. That's a quite interesting question. I could now make it up and say it was always the plan from the beginning, which would not be true, to be honest. Uh, so, so I, I studied business administration, did my PhD. Um, I worked in consulting and I knew I want to go into the industry. I think I was more hooked by a specific strategy job at this time was with Daimler and also um, having my interview with my in future boss uh, and I was of course then intrigued by the work of the strategy the strategy itself and also my boss that was the first hook and then I was diving deeper of course into automotive and then I also liked I, I would say I think the the general thinking in this industry also the challenges that you have and then later on uh, in my career I switched to Porsche to the headquarters also to the strategy department when we at this time started the strategy uh, 2025, which was also, of course, um, a huge task and a challenge. And I like these kind of challenges somehow. And in that chat light, um, innovation was one major pillar. So I had the pleasure and uh, honor to uh, facilitate, um, especially this innovation uh, pillar. And I think we established in the, in the corporate strategy department a pillar for innovation, where we created a more cross-functional approach and facilitated several projects for the core. Uh, also expanded this into startup collaborations, also startup investments. And that basically paved the role to my current role, because I would say my current activity now being in charge of the venture building unit to really create new business models together with entrepreneurs was a kind of journey uh, where every step in the career basically worked towards this direction from really learning strategy, business development, the marketing sales, go-to-market um, approach, then working with startups at eye level, really also understand what is the strength and weakness of a startup and combining that with the unfair advantage of a corporate. Now, all of those different strands seems to be coming together as the Forward 31. Obviously, this isn't the first venture on Porsche Digital's part in this direction, but what is the corporate thinking behind consolidating it into a company builder? And what is then the remit that you actually got? So it's not really a consolidation of activities. I would more call it, it's a further instrument. So at, at Porsche, I think we have in the core colleagues and friends from the innovation management look for innovations for the core business and also what we then call the extended core, where you basically then reach out to startups, a pilot new technologies. And of course, if they are promising from a strategic and financial perspective, also to invest in them, we created then also multiple to really support them with an early stage accelerator, which is APX in Berlin based, uh, which is a team up also in collaboration with Axel Springer. And then in Stuttgart for the headquarters, uh, we established Startup Autobahn, which is a team up with several corporate partners, including Daimler, where the main goal is really to pilot technologies and bring them to the core business or bring them into serious production. And our activity actually is more what we then call beyond the core. So the focus of venture building is really 
going beyond the core business and exploring new business models and business opportunities that we built as a kind of neutral platform. So things we built are open for competitors, for other industry parties. And it's always a team up, so to say, with entrepreneurs and build it together and put them in the driver's seat, actually. You painted actually a very, very complicated landscape of innovation. And I think for many corporates, it's a similar picture. How do you coordinate all of all of those efforts with colleagues from a different strands? And, and how do you ensure that there is actually a joint up thinking behind all of those innovation vehicles? So I think for us, it looks pretty straightforward because I would say on the one axis, you have the logic, is it close to the core or is it more far away from the core? And the second axis basically is the partner you're working with, is it more early stage or is it later stage? And depending on this configuration, you have several tools. And if you look then on the picture, it is pretty clear cut because you have dedicated tools for dedicated purposes, for dedicated partners or target groups, so to say. And coordination basically um, is really the corporate strategy department in touch with several parties that are involved in, in close touch uh, with the colleagues from M&A who facilitate, of course, the uh, investment logics and also the investment tools. To just make it more crystal clear, so who is Forward 31 actually working with and what is the exact model that you actually then bring to bear? So first off, whom are we working with? So I think two levels. On the one hand, we are looking always for entrepreneurs that are willing in an early phase to team up with us. So that means actually when we start, we look into problems in the industry, in the mobility industry, or into new customer target groups. So we don't start with ideas. We start always with a problem that is positioned in an opportunity space. And as soon as we have defined that, we reach out and look for entrepreneurs and founders to team up with them and have a first phase where we create an MVP, where we test the hypothesis, create first traction and validate everything. And then we bring this to decision to create a new company. Uh, or built on existing companies. It's also sometimes the case that we find uh, two free founders and they have their first legal entity, but they're in a very, very early stage. And then build together really the business model from the ground up and validate that and bring this into action. And the second party then is, of course, partners, external investors, reach out to them because if you want to drive a platform business, of course, you need to have other partners and parties who want to participate in that. So we always reach out also to a network of befriended, but also new partners and investors who are interested in teaming up with us. And you actually have an execution capability that it's part of Forward 31. So you have a team that can company build together with those founders, correct? We accompany them. So it's a little bit like a, a phase out model, I will call it. I think we are stronger involved in the beginning, but we strongly believe in the power of the entrepreneur. And that is a little bit like you have a child, you nurture them in the beginning and when they start walking, you need to let go. When I mention we put them in the driver's seat, it actually means we also give them the majority in our companies and Porsche is then a kind of first client and first investor. And we accompany these kind of new course, but it's really a mixture of being around like in a family, but also letting let it go because to really unleash the strength of an entrepreneur also requires that you give them freedom to do so. Interesting. But to use the metaphor of parenting, do you teach them to paint or do you just find them a painting instructor? 
It's a mix, but also to be clear, I think we have some strength that we can bring on the table. And of course, an unfair advantage that Porsche is a brand with the entire context and ecosystem can bring on the table. I think our idea and mission is not to teach experienced entrepreneurs what to do. It's more like combining the strength of entrepreneurship together with the resources, methodology and expertise we have and bring this together into a new venture. That's the logic. And by this, I think our mentality is always at eye level. So when we work with them by intention, we, we have never the idea to teach them anything. It's we learn also from them, to be honest, and vice versa. Interesting. And when you're using we as every good leader does, but tell us who is we behind Forward 31 and who is a part of the team? So I would say we have three capabilities that are uh, functionality like design, product and business. These are crucial. Uh, on the one hand, we strongly believe also on diversity in the functions, but also in the diversity of the people. So we are currently a team of 10 who are based in Berlin, but we operate on a global level and we have an extremely diverse team from different nationalities. Some people uh, with a background from Porsche, but also several people that came from external, but also culturally wise, really from different areas of the planet. And I find it pretty enriching because what the most crucial part for us is actually to look on one specific thing from different angles. I think we have the clear logic. We need to have different perspectives to create a perspective in the end. That, that's the idea of our venture building approach. And the different perspectives come from our team, the diversity of our team, but also the diversity together with the entrepreneurs we're teaming up with. Uh, I have to say this resonates very strongly with me. That's very much the principles with which we have assembled and are assembling our team at BCGDV as well. So that sounds like certainly the approach that we have seen us serve well. Yeah, I think one needs to understand diversity sometimes. It sounds always like a cool thing. I think you need to be clear cut. Why do you need diversity and what for? And I think we really use it as a tool to create value. Of course, this isn't always easy because it's not that you enter the room and you have, for example, 10 perspectives that are identical. On the contrary, do you have then 10 perspectives that is challenging and enriching at the same time. But uh, I think we see more the beauty in it uh, because we can really unleash new opportunities by that. You mentioned founders and how they're also central to your model. Our good founders are actually precious and highly highly coveted commodity in the innovation market these days. They have many options. So how do you get them to listen to what Forward 31 can offer and to work with you? I think you're exactly right. Although I wouldn't call them maybe commodity because like you mentioned, uh, it's really finding individuals and that makes it rather difficult because there's not, I would say, one holy grail to find the perfect founder and, and maybe give you one perspective. I think sometimes you have great entrepreneurs and founders that have been completely invisible because they have been in a, in a corporate job, for example. Then they decide to do something and turn out to be outstanding entrepreneurs and founders. And then suddenly they get great visibility. What we do is really leverage several sources and uh, really create an extensive network and personal network that is then also based on recommendations. And then it's a little bit like you start a flirting phase to get to know each other and you, you need to like us and understand uh, the approach, how we do it and vice versa. So we have a lot of criteria how to do that. But to be honest, there's always a portion of intuition with that where it feels good to be in touch and work together. 
I think despite all the criteria where you tick all the boxes, we realized this, do we really want to work together is the most crucial part. And uh, this is something that we intensively explore via having several meetings and uh, sharing mindsets. Do we share the same perspective? Not only by just formalizing that or, or, or saying we have the same mindset, but really also working for a certain point of time a little bit together. And then you find really out, do we really have the same perspective, um, which kind of direction we want to go. Now, I know that Forward 31 was announced relatively recently, at least publicly. I'm pretty sure there were some, some activities as well. Are there specific uh, uh, jewels in your portfolio or, or things that we will be hearing about soon or, or things that you were perhaps particularly pleased with how they went already? You're right. I think you start that also like a startup and you are in stealth mode, uh, mode first. And actually then uh, last year, actually was a tricky time, to be honest. I remember it was in March we announced 431. That was, I think, two weeks after COVID-19 actually started. And to be frank, I think some people, external people also said, hmm, that's tricky. Do you really want to announce it in that time? Because it's maybe the worst time to announce that. We felt it was the best time to start something new uh, because especially in times of crisis, it's time to reinvent yourself and create something new. And actually, I think one month later, um, Andresen Horowitz basically there was this article with time to build, really the, the right time to build new things. And that was like we heard the call ahead of time, so to say. And then at this time, we already started our first cases. And actually, I think we are pleased that in January, February, we will launch our first cases publicly. I think you will hear more in the press about that. And then we have, will have further cases that go live. So, so behind the scenes, we already had some cases now in the making. And we're currently in preparation for the next cases to bring them to this decision. And then also until summer to make them go live. And again, I think the portfolio is wide range right now. It's on the one hand looking into new target groups. For example, we look into the target group of millennials, what are platforms and things of interest related to mobility, what we can offer to millennials. We're also looking in a target group of the silver age generation. This is also an underestimated target group, but quite interesting because I think in demographic, you can see most societies are actually aging. Then we also look, for example, into the space of business women. So really the female space. And on the other hand, we are looking into opportunities along the mobility value chain. For example, entertainment, that is something that we're looking into, but also connectivity per se, that is maybe more general, not only for the mobility use case that we are currently exploring. Thank you for listening. For more information about BCG Digital Ventures, find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram, and stay tuned for more episodes of Buildcast.